But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> As we're sitting there on the fly. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Show. Coming to you live from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. Wrestling Rob will be joining us in just a few minutes. 69, uh, 69 seconds. seconds is what he said. And then, uh, you know, I I was just telling you, your, nice. your sense of time and his sense of time are completely different things. Like when you say things, it, it alarms me how accurate you are. We're like, uh, like a time check. Like, what time is it? And I'll be like, you'll be like, uh, is it like six forty three? And I'm like, motherfucker. Like, how does yeah, he do have that? A weird internal. And then clock. there's Rob, who who's like, I'll be there in sixty nine seconds. Shows up mm, seven eight minutes later. <laughs> Seventy two <laughs> seconds. Three seconds difference isn't all that bad. But Rob, I'm sure will be here in a second. <laughs> Good morning to Kyle in the chat. I'm here representing Kelvin Joseph legal team. Uh, that's a funny discussion. <laughs> Sam Grasso saying yo fellas, and of course Ken so Palman. What's up, Rob? Uh, Ken Palman also, dude. I hate that shit when i tweet i tweet aggressively during the game okay i never ever ever no ever ever <laughs> at a player i don't at him ever that is not that is bush league that is bullshit you could say his name you could i don't even give out last names most of the times so, or maybe i'll call him out by his last name and not say his first i don't put it all together so i when somebody replies like yeah go get him at this guy and i'm like you just ruined the whole thing because now he's going to get the attention drawn that I don't want. And I know Sean Redden did it as a, as a joke yesterday, and and he literally added Kelvin Joseph, boss man, fat, whatever the hell he wants to call himself. Um, and I was like, son of a bitch, I gotta, now i got to delete the tweet because I don't want that. Like, I, I work within the Cowboys, like, side media. Like, I don't need – they know how I feel about certain players, right? They uh, The last time I added somebody, I got blocked, and it was Dez, right? And then before that, was Cole Beasley, and he blocked me. So I'm just like, I'm not doing this shit no more because these guys are fickle. To be funny, though, like, you're one of the first people that told me that about Twitter. Like, don't ever at anybody because it looks, like, bad. It'll let you look bad. You're, like, one of the first people to tell well, me because that. Well, like, it's, it's, it's a simple thing. A it's a, yeah, it's a simple thing. It's just, like, you want to talk your shit, talk your shit, right? Twitter is a, a magical place, right? You can do whatever you want, say whatever you want. There's no sensory or anything like that. And sometimes they're like, are you sure you want to send this? And I'm like, yes. Um, but, like, they you know, should. when you at somebody, you it's should, almost you should like. You have keywords where they're automatically tagged to you, where it's, like, if it's Cowboys, Dak Prescott, in this case, Calvin Joseph, any player on the roster, anything synonymous with Dallas Cowboys, there mm. should be a thing that that bounces back immediately, like a no reply and, email. And, and Kyle's coming. And in. it just questions and says, "Dave, are you sure? Right, Dave, are you sure? No, I'm not sure. That's but what that blue check mark. The blue check mark does, does do it. it. You, like, it's like you sure you want to send this now? Yeah. And, and it's like, like sending, and it's really slow. And it's sending, <laughs> like, are you, are you sure TikTok, you do it? TikTok, right? Um, but yeah, so uh, Kyle comes in and says the player can see it whether you tag him or not. That yes, true? that's a fact. Because you know what? These egotistical maniacs, they search for their own name at the end of the night. So you mean humans? No, like, no, these ego. Do you think I go on Twitter and I'm like, search my name, see what everybody's talking about? Well, if you had a million followers, you wouldn't. But if there was, if there, I don't, I don't think so, <laughs> Dave. If there was people that 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 literally are making a living or trying to create a living based on talking about you, and you were being criticized or not, what do you, you think Lashawn McCoy is going through right now? Then, oh, 
because he's the worst I've ever seen on any network ever. That's a good point. Well, I mean, based like Skip off, Bayless sucks. Shannon off, Sharp is loud. But like Jim Rome is stupid. Colin Coward stinks. But look, like, but are like, you are you this guy's here, really bad? We're, I'm, we're talking about ESPN. I can't even give any credence to it because we all know that they're characters at this point. Like Lashawn McCoy was brought on. Or FS1, Ugh. he was brought on to be the thorn in the Dallas Cowboys fan base. Imagine side. how much money That's they it. have. So he's doing a great job right now in terms of what they hired him for. Correct. I he just can't. I just can't get over Shady the fact McCoy that you're looking, hired to do that. You think Shady McCoy is looking? Get, you to be an actor, get not, not even it. a sports analyst. Get over it, because they're, that's the job. It's these, unbelievable. These motherfuckers are playing a role. It's stupid. Did, did Shady McCoy, do you think he's losing any sleep over the fact that the Dallas Cowboys fan base No, because like and that's saying? exactly what I said. I said, this guy sleeps his head peacefully at night because he's getting a paycheck. And I'm just like, if FS1 has that kind of money, then hire me too. You know, I, I can spit back and forth with these guys. Like, are you kidding? Like, it's just, it's just nonsense. But anyway. Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's doing good. Uh, show's being brought to you in part by Absolute Eyewear. Getting involved here, here at the Chop Sports Show, and of course, like we said already, it's being broadcasted from the lovely, luxurious Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Ashley in the building. I see you over there. Mark from Canada. I see you over there. So, um, good morning, to everybody so in the chat. Real quick about Twitter, like nobody even sees my tweets at all. Because so you, you, you have a hundred followers. But do you think that it would be a better idea for me to just start going at people's necks? hundred percent. And just start completely attacking the Packers and the my Twitter. And my Twitter got else. bigger because of the Cowboys. Like, oh, my my Cowboy interactions. I hate Packer fans. I cannot even get Well, that's involved. what I'm saying. You, you, you would think that the Cowboys lost the game last night I again. I don't hate Packer fans. Based off of fans. I don't really relate to a lot of the ways that they behave. It's just, it's just mind-numbing to me. Like, the Cowboys are – I don't know if you guys know this. This might be breaking news to some. But the Cowboys are 12-4, and four, right? Like, they, they've already matched their win total from last year with a game left. Like, where – well, I guess you could just pull up the game, Rob, because we'll talk about it. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Titans last night 27-13. They covered the number, right? Every, the good teams win, great teams cover, right? So the Cowboys cover the number. And I was very skeptical. I was talking to Keith, uh, Brett and Keith Ernst last night on a text, and I said – he was like, it was 10-6 at halftime, and Keith was like, they win and they cover. And I'm like, I don't know what game you're watching because I just feel like this is one of those games where you're just going to have to kind of claw and just get it done. You can win the game, but to win by 14, I don't think – that's going to happen, right? I just don't see it. And, of course, lo and behold, it happens. There's things that transpire within the, within the game, and they cover the number. So, great. Um, Sam says, push. A lot of people got 13 and a half, Sam, so that's that's a thing. Um, I did see 14 was the the number that it broke at I mean, um, if, you were, if you had any brains whatsoever, you would have bet this game earlier in the week. And you were interested in laying points in this game before they announced Derrick Henry was not going to play, once you saw that that game meant nothing, you should have been laying money on Dallas immediately because the point spread was only going to go up from there. So Correct. If you didn't cover or you pushed in this game, shame on you for getting it at 14. Yes, it was I agree. Going up all week. Um, good morning, The Scoop. But, he spelled uh, Queen wrong. <laughs> this is true. And I appreciate you, Mark. Um, I don't try to be respectful as a Packers fan. I just I think some of the Packers fans really. And he said, are, "Split, you split too respectful." Yeah, I wasn't looking. So. <laughs> They're too corny. Oh boy, um, Zeke under rushing yards was the easiest catch of all time. Yeah, Beaver, I saw your uh, your your bet on that, and I said to myself. The Titans' run defense, whether banged up or not, they're still really good. And 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 for me, you know, again, they, they come after my neck. Uh, uh, you know, guys like James Rube and stuff like that on Twitter. And then I'm like, you know, Zeke is uh, guys again. 
Breaking news to some, Zeke has scored a touchdown in nine straight games. That's a good point. Nine straight games. So you can't begin to tell me that there's no value of Zeke Elliott right now. He's lost burst. He's lost quickness. He's lost this. He's lost that. He's washed. But a washed player doesn't score in nine straight games. He just doesn't. So you're wrong in that. And, of course, they're going to come at me with the $16 million or $17 million guarantee. Blah, 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 blah. I, I get all that. It's a bad contract. A lot That's of, been done in discussion. You know who Zeke is reminding me of this season? James Conner. <laughs> From last year, I'm kidding. Sure, no, but but in no, reality, he, he's having a way better season than Connor did last year. But think in about terms it. Of in between the twenties, for sure, he averaged way more yards per carry this year than. He's having Connor a better did. year than anybody would have thought he would have had. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you got like uh, again, uh, look, uh, I'm Zeke's just having a, Zeke's having a better year than. I'm we going into this because for, I'm curious, for sure, but, and it's true. So Dak Prescott mentioned it yesterday. So then they have they have Tony Pollard, who was out last night, by the way, and Zeke Elliott, right? The one-two punch. They both have over 850 yards collectively, each, individually. Pollard's got 988. So, like, the 800 yards as a, as a supplemental back? Like what? That's the comment that, that yes. I think rings true well, when no, you're that, criticizing well, Zeke. Me and, me and Kyle can agree there. We can agree there and say, like, the biggest argument is the contract living up to that deal, blah, 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 right? I'm on board with a, a very bad contract for any running back in the NFL, right? But the whole, like, he's washed, he stinks, he, he can't play football no more, he, he's lost a step. None of that shit makes any sense to me. Because, again, nine straight games of a touchdown, that's pretty good. You know who also is pretty good? CeeDee Lamb is officially elite, Ooh, my guys. Mom, Just so you're all aware. in a three from the corner. Are we playing that drinking game today? Every time my son mentions the Cowboys, <laughs> we have to drink. <laughs> Holy shit. It's only been nine minutes. Log off, ma. Uh, and no. we are Meatloaf. We are hammered drunk over yeah, here. Yeah, I am done for. I have for. a question for you, though, Dave. Sure. David Carr in 14. Is it a Cowboys question? No, kind of. David Carr in 15 starts. Derek Carr, whatever, go ahead. 14 interceptions. Okay. Dak and Les, half the games has and the same. 11 has 14. Here's so the is thing. It Mc, is it a Josh McDaniels scared that there might that it's Derek Carr and doesn't want to take the blame? Or no, I no, saw no. an interception last night from Dak. That Dak threw that, like, hit off Dalton Schultz's hands or something. So it really wasn't on Dak, but it was on Dak. So here's the thing, and Tell this me. is a real what stat. You, and, I asked, and I asked Chris this this morning on the Mojo Market Report, and I think it's open for discussion. Dak Prescott has, I think, 14 picks, right? Mm -hmm. Seven of them have gone right off the hands, face, or chest of receivers. Complete drops, right? So that would mean seven interceptions should be credited to Dak. Do you think we're ever going to live in a time where there's going to be an offensive interception number and a quarterback interception number? No. Because it is not fair Never. for these quarterbacks. I'm not just talking about Dak. No, you're right. Every though. quarterback that gets a ball batted off the, the, the palms of your receiver, you get, a, you get a, a, a bad tick mark on your resume because this clown couldn't catch the ball? Like, yeah, come Mar on. Hail Mary's, too. Like, you can say, miss. well, Hail there, Mary's been, is one thing because that's a pick. I mean, that's that's your own throw. But, like, I'm talking about balls that went right off the hands. It's unfortunate this season for Dak. I just want to know, really, in relation to his previous seasons, is this, like, an extremely high year for picks for Dak? Is he usually taking much better care of the yes, ball? Yes, absolutely. Like, yes. If you lose seven of Dak's picks, he still has seven interceptions in nine game, which is still real bad. Yeah, so it's almost like a pick a game, which again, yes, very alarming. I'm I'm well aware. But what I'm saying is if you stretch it over the course of the year, which I know you have to take the five games that he hasn't played. So yes, right now Dak Prescott is not having the statistical year that everybody wants him to have, right? And expects him to have. Everybody has this expectations of Dak Prescott should be this flawless quarterback. But again, I'm sorry, and I don't want to beat this dead horse, but guys like Herbert, Mahomes, and, and Allen, and when Allen's throwing all these picks in the red zone, you don't hear about it. Nobody talks about it. Okay. Nobody says, nobody says I shit. I disagree with that. 
Dude, I disagree with it on two fronts. We do. We can talk about Josh Allen, but, but you won't see fucking Shady McCoy. But yo, man, well, Shady, Josh Allen well, ass. Well, Shady McCoy wasn't a Jet, but still, I'm talking about just beat some. Just watch the games and call it how you see it. You I can't a, just I have a good narrow it down to one guy. Dave at, at probably like one of the most volatile times of the show right now. I can't wait. Right? Are we ready? Let's say it again one more time. I'm gonna ask Dave a question. Oh, here we go. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so last week. It was that Dak not only potentially moved into the top 10, but possibly the top five mm-hmm. after a couple of weeks of good football. Now, after yesterday's game, and I'm not saying that he didn't play terrible, but he didn't play his best game of football. Are against, we allowed to? Against, wait, wait, wait. I'm asking you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I don't like, we're, no, we're not allowed, to, my one rule is you're not allowed to ask me a question as your answer. <laughs> Want to say it again? I missed it. You're not allowed to answer this question with a question. Okay. It's just got to be yes or no. Okay. All right. Um, if you could play yourself into the top five in one week, can you therefore play yourself out of the top ten in one week? No. No. I think it's a season. It's a testament to where your team is. I know stats are everything, and everybody's a stat whore, right? But I, <laughs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Dak Prescott, outside of the five games that he missed, right? He's won a lot of football games yes, this year, man. Yes. You can't you can't take that away from him. Like uh, Josh Allen is a great quarterback because he's won games. Same with Mahomes. Same with the top upper echelon of uh, quarterbacks in this league. They win games. That's the end of the day. Like I know everybody wants to be stats driven and fantasy and all you nerds out there doing your analytics. That's fine. Dak Prescott had an okay game last night and won by fourteen. Hey, look, I'm just I'm just pouring it on here. You you make it a little easier. Um, but that was a funny. <laughs> what? A Cooper funny Rush comment. won a lot of football games. No, too? he yeah. said that Four second pick. That second pick was a beautiful ball. It hit Kevin Byard right in his chest. <laughs> it was. It was a bad ball by Dak, and those happened too. No, he Why said am beautiful, I sitting here like? It was right on the numbers. I know. <laughs> it's way underthrown, overthrown. Three whatever. turnovers before halftime. Like, yeah, he was... fumbled the snap because Tyler Biotis literally snapped the ball right up his own nuts. Like, and Dak tried to pull it out like a, like a normal quarterback should, but he couldn't grab it because it was right there. That sounded like a horrible it sentence. Sound, but it looked, looked funny while you were doing it, too. Oh, whatever. Anyway, the Cowboys get the win. They're 12-4. Yeah, and four. Kind of, All right. eyes on Saints-Eagles this Sunday. It'll determine if Dallas has to play for anything next week. If not, please, for the love of God, and, rest and, everybody. And, Dak went down with a knee yesterday for about a half a second. I almost threw up all over my father's floor. I was like, if we lose our quarterback in week 17, I'm going to die. And Literally, look, there's no way around. Kyle, I, I don't necessarily, I haven't done a ranking since all the things that have transpired this season have transpired. I, but here, right? Well, we can, you can rattle them. Rattle no, 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 them. Hold Go on. Ahead. And I'm not going to right now. But it's week 17. You I can rattle who's on. good and who's I not. Wanna, we have 15 No, no, no. I understand games, it. But, like, but I don't just... want to be on the spot right now and try and rattle off 10 quarterbacks because it's it might take But it's that easy, though. But the point to is. To me, it's that easy. No, Well, to you, of course it is. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, I know who's better. I know who's better than Dak, and I know who's Dak is better than. Well, yesterday, last week, you told me that Dak is better than Rodgers. So I don't agree with one team's seven and eight, one team's twelve and four. The quarterback leading that team is better right now. Stop it! It's not a stop it thing, bro. Jimmy G is ten and two in games that he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in. That doesn't mean that he's leading the team. But oh man, yeah, just I mean, look. mm. Did you guys see what the Amazon did with the I was Titans? I was trying to make a point here about that I, I think that you could realistically make the case. It's hard to prove Dak isn't top 10. Once you start getting around eight, you make a conversation for Dak. I did it. Ooh. 
briefly, like you can't talk about Matthew Stafford, you can't talk about Kyler right now because these guys are out, right? And so they anybody, speak when they're in. Well, either way, Matthew Stafford last year was a Super Bowl champion. But I'm saying this Fair, year, right, right now. So, so that's what I'm saying. You have to start to eliminate some players from this from this ranking. Sure. Understood. But then there's some guys that are definitely worth mentioning in, in there now with like a, you can make the case for a Trevor Lawrence. I understand it's very brief sample size, but you could 100% make the case. Look at how they're playing. Trevor Lawrence is doing things now that Dak's not able to do or hasn't been. Hey, we're going to move on past the Dak right conversation. Without, I'm not trying but to but that's what I'm saying. But now yeah, you have seven. But then now it gets a little more difficult. That, not like ranking them, can, but I'm thinking of seven. Can I just, I, I, again, you don't have to do it. Can you rattle Dak them off, Rob? 16. Rob, so Rob, I'm not rattle off the seven. Number, not any number. Fine, but I would go. say Brady, Mahomes. So you think Tom Burrow, Brady right now is better than Dak Prescott right now? I'm talking about mechanics, everything We're involved. Just talking about this season. This season, top ten quarterback list. That's what I'm Brady's saying. He's not better than that. No, this not year. this year. Then that's what I'm saying. So Remove six. him. So Herbert, Burrow, Lawrence. You think Lawrence is better than Dak right now? Right now, hundred percent. Okay, fine. Uh, not like that much better. Fine, fine, fine. That's fine. That's game. yeah. Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert. Uh, Josh Allen, say Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen. I'm, well, that's good. This, conver- this conversation's <laughs> over. Justin has more receiving yards this year than Randy Moss had. It doesn't make Kirk Cousins a good quarterback. I'm sorry. Ow. I mean, I think Kirk Cousins deserves like MVP consideration. Better, but I mean, like if you're what is happening here? Someone said, I mean, Dan, not, Janine said Daniel Jones. <laughs> look, Janine, I love look, you. Look, the reason why the I'm fuck? saying that, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins deserves the MVP, look, but I think Kyle that he right deserves. There. Kirk Cousins is more wins. Than I think he deserves. I think he deserves Kyle. MVP consideration, considering how bad their defense is and how many games they've won. I always Daniel say, Jones? I always, no, 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 Kirk, Kirk Cousins. But I always I say this. Kirk Cousins. I always say this. If you take the player away from the situation, would the team be oh, oh, like? Would they weather the storm? I don't foresee the Vikings being any good without well, Kirk Cousins I mean, right now. Let's Dak Prescott, you can't even make that argument because he went out and they still won games. So I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. Then fine. So like that lends to the point that you could maybe make the case that Kirk Cousins deserves a little more respect. Yeah, I listen. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. You know, it, it is what I'm it is. not. I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is better than anybody. I fucking hate that guy. I'm just <laughs> making the point. Like when I'm looking at this objectively and you're looking at things, Kirk Cousins' numbers. Look at them. They're fucking really good. They're MVP numbers. If you look at any other season, it, if it wasn't for Pat maybe Mahomes, some, I, I don't know what it is about Kirk Cousins where I can't wrap my head around it. Is it is it personality? Is it? Like, I, I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to figure out why I can't. I can't come Dave, to terms with your that. Buddy fact. Chris said you need a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Tell off, Shrigalik. Let's Gino go on. Game. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. 
To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some, some of us folks are still using Hotmail. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Ah, the Gino Revenge game. And listen, everybody, after the Monday night game, we didn't pick last night's game. After the Monday night game, Rob, I got to I gotta give some kind of flowers here. You have battled back from the depths of hell. Thank you. And you are 500, a 500 picker Ladies right now. And 114 and 114. You are in the lead. Chris is down two games from that, 112, 116. And I am fucking five games behind that, 109, 119. I plan on making a surge run here, just like a duck race, where I'm like in the back the entire time. And then, bang, I just I, I come back and I win. That's what's going to happen Let's today. Go. This is the so final we start stretch. with the final, well, not final week of the year, but one of the final weeks of the year, week 17, the New York football Jets absolutely have to have it. They're taking on Geno Smith, and Geno's returning to the Meadowlands for the first time since he got punched in the fucking mouth. Um, and to me, uh, Seahawks have to have this to stay alive. The Jets are going back to Mike White, right? And um, Jets got to have it more. I think the Jets' defense delivers. I think Seattle's on a downward trend. Um, I personally am going to roll with the New York Jets at home to absolutely have to have this game. Their defense is too talented not to have it. I think I fucked this up. Is Seattle home? Is this in Se- it's in Seattle. It Shit. In All right, Seattle. so it is in Seattle. My fault. Um, and it's the well, Jets it's minus fault, really. two. And the Jets are favored on the road? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, the Jets are the favorite? I think so. Okay. So anyway. So, yeah. All right, sure. so Seattle's yeah, catching the points in, in Seattle, Seattle. Sorry. And Seattle is... Damn it, Chris. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm glad I caught it, though. So the Jets are... Favorite on the road. I still like the Jets, yes. I still like the Jets, too, on the road to cover. So give me the Jets minus the two. The Jets are favorite Um, minus two, yes. Seattle is giving you a a nice little fun run. Geno's had a fun season where he's probably going to be in the the conversation for comeback player of the year. We'll lose it to CMC, more than likely. Um, But it was fun while it lasted. Pete Carroll gets the boot out of the playoff race uh, this week, and he loses to the I wonder Jets. if they move on from Pete Carroll, or Pete Carroll moves on from They should have done that last coaching. year. Yeah. I don't understand him coming back last year. Would they, though, with Wilson having the year he had there, and now it looks like they're kind of winning well, I mean, without him? Wilson didn't have a year last but, year. I, no, but I mean, you, you get what I'm saying. Like, they're gonna, I think that there's a chance. I, anytime, yeah. there's, anytime that you're the oldest anything in the league, there's a chance that you're done. Right, Pete Carroll's the oldest head coach in football. I think him or Belichick, Belichick but I think it's, it's Pete the Carroll. Ice Man, Mike White. Clean sweep on the Jets. Clean yeah, sweep. Jets take this yeah, one. Jets. Moving on. Uh, Is that the only mistake you made? You think? I, I don't know. Where was right like, a, like? Was it a morning? I'm just gonna be honest. It's been a rough, rough go of it today. <laughs> on a Friday, it feels like a Monday. Well, the Giants are back at home in the Meadowlands to take late. on the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts who are riding with who? Uh, is it Foles again? I really don't know what they've done with their quarterback position, but I will say the Giants are five-and-a-half-point favorites. A win here for the Giants, and they get themselves into the playoffs, which 
I think they're going to do. Do they cover this number? The Colts, I watched them the other night. They ran with the the Chargers because the Chargers gave them opportunities to run with them. But outside of that, Nick Foles is the luckiest quarterback in NFL history, guys. Anything you talk about Nick Foles in that Super Bowl run was all pure momentum, home games, dog mentality, all that shit, defense playing well. He's a lucky quarterback. Every other stop, and you can't not admit this, every other stop Foles has been to, he's been junk. Okay, He's junk again. I'm not going to is he lucky that he played well in that stretch? He played well over a decent amount of time against good teams. I think Nick Foles sucks, but to take away what he did four years ago when he was a completely different person, different player... I wouldn't say that. I think that's a stretch. He played really well. If it wasn't for him, I think he did better than Carson Wentz would have done in that postseason. That's a good point. The, um, Carson Wentz didn't win MVP, apparently, that year. I didn't say that he did better than him up until the injury. I think Carson Wentz sucks, and eventually he would have. It would have. The wheels would have come off. I'm with Nick it. The Wentz wagon. Was a better Down another wheel. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl. So you go, Grouch. Lucky or not, <laughs> um, the Giants should beat up on the Colts. They need the game to clinch, right? Mm-hmm. They can't afford to lose the game. I mean, they can, I guess, but they don't want to. Uh, I think the Giants easily handle this one. I don't like laying points with the Giants because I just think that their offense is a little stag. But the Colts aren't they, – they shouldn't even be trying to win this football game, really. So, I mean, I'm they're going to trot the out there and they're going to give it the old college try. But I think the Giants actually stomp them to death. There's to no way that pl- the team is playing hard for Jeff Saturday. Mm-mm. Jeff Saturday knows that he's got maybe one or two There was a left. rumor. There was actual rumor going around that they were going to retain him for next year. No I mean, that would be ideal. That would be that. absolutely atrocious, and that would be Jim Ursay sipping on all the sauce. You know what I mean? Like, that would be a bad, bad move for this team. Go get a real coach, and I'm not saying he's not a real coach. Jeff Saturday's done some nice things in his tenure here, right, for his five, six weeks, whatever he's been, and he's done some cool things in high school football. But, like, let's be honest. There's going to be some coaching candidates out there that deserve a chance to actually go coach these young men up, and it's not Jeff Saturday. So give me the Giants minus five. Where are you at? All right, so we're both sweeping on the Giants and the Jets this week. All right, good. I can't make up any goddamn ground. Here's a way to make up ground. I'm kidding. Packers are Yeah, of course they are. Green Bay in Green Bay in December. December, minus three and a half uh, to take on the Minnesota Vikings, who are coming off another, I don't even know how you describe it. Kirk Cousins is an MVP, apparently. So <laughs> this is going to be uh, an interesting one, I guess, because of the fact that, you know, Jefferson's having the year he's having. And the Vikings run attack has to, I mean, get better than what they've been. They're only like averaging 90 yards a game or something like that on the ground, which is ridiculous when you have Dalvin Cook. But the Green Bay run defense has been very sus for a long time this season. Gooch made a good point in the Mojo Market Report this morning that averages do not sometimes lead to the real number because if the Packers give up 600 yards in three games on the ground, it's going to skew the rest of the numbers and you're going to look like you give up a lot more. But I think this is going to be some troubling times for Rodgers in some some regards, but I will say he lights this team up. This defense is no good. Their secondary is no good. Big game out of Christian Watson. Big game out of Aaron Rodgers. They stay alive and relevant for one more week at the very least. Give me the pack at home. Gooch. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah, with Green Bay at home. Minnesota's defense sucks. Packers need the game. I'm no way picking the Vikings in this one. Kirk Cousins MVP or not. Wisconsin's um, worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about any of this. Uh, doesn't matter what anybody says. I don't give a fuck if the Packers win by half a point. Kyle's going Vikings money line here. I mean, I know he sometimes likes to troll you on this Good. one, but what time is the game? That means zero. It's a four twenty-five. I think it's like the big, the big game at four o'clock. So it's like the Fox game of the week or something. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers dealing with a little bit of a knee injury or ankle injury. They Since were saying. when? I mean, little. He's little. thirty-nine. He deals with everything I deal with when I wake up in the morning. On Wednesday, <laughs> this is so. the, we need Packers lines week eighteen. That's I think is going to. Yeah, be that's 
It's all, all signs will be. are pointing towards that. It will be. But the Vikings need this game, too, because San Francisco's got a, right a, on their heels, a gimme yep. with Vegas this week. So they can't afford to lose. So the Vikings are going to be trying in this one. And Green Bay's got revenge on their mind. I like the way we're sitting in this position. We got two division games that we need revenge in, both at home. I like the Packers' spot that they're in. Sweeping again? Sweeping again. Sweeping again. Ro- All right, you know what? I'll pick first. I was going to say, we're going to go I'm Rob's picks not, first. Okay. <laughs> um, Chargers, Rams. Chargers are in now. The Rams, for whatever reason, showed up last week against the Broncos, beat the tar off them on Christmas Day. Uh, Baker Mayfields is proving that there could be some kind of consideration next year if Stafford decides to hang it up, which, again, you're not hearing much of that, but we've discussed this plenty of times that Stafford could look at that bank account and say, you know what? Shit, man, I'm good. We're good. I got a, got a great wife, great family. Great. I've won my Super Bowl. Like, what's 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 left, right? So why come back and just get the shit kicked out of you another year on a bad team that doesn't have any draft capital or anything like that? McVay might leave. McVay might hit the booth for a year because he's like, fuck this whole thing. The GM screwed it all up. I don't want any part of this. This game, uh, I need Akers to do well. Uh, need to beat Gooch. All right. It's an Akers game. Um, but in any event, the number is six and a half. I'll go to you first, Chris. What are you thinking as far as the Chargers not necessarily needing I've, it? I don't not, think they I'm can go anywhere. Baker, I mean, the Rams, are they really that good? No. I mean, the Chargers, I don't know if they even need the game. The they? one they're in. But they're in the playoffs. Proceeding-wise, I'm imagining they probably do need the game. Uh, I'm going to go to the playoff picture right now. I've already got it pulled up. Right Austin now, the Eckler's, Chargers are sitting at the six. Austin Eckler dealing with a little bit of a nagging injury. And they um, can't drop. But really, since Keenan Allen has come back, yes, this, this Chargers offense has been – Everything as good as they were supposed to be, as good as advertised coming into the season, I think it continues in this one. The Rams, their their season's over. Don't get ex- too excited about a, a big win on Christmas Day against another shit team that wasn't there playing for anything. We just saw Hackett get fired. So Wolf tickets on the Rams thinking that they're going to be able to score 30 points, you know, unlike the 50 that they put up last week. I don't buy in on the Rams scoring a ton. I'm going to points with the Chargers. So you're with the Chargers on the yeah. six and a half? Um, I'm gonna. I'm also gonna ride the Chargers here. I don't foresee Baker Mayfield having a couple weeks in a row where. I mean, not for nothing. He did get beat up by the Packers the other night. You know what I mean? So it's not that far Baker removed. Sucks, I know you don't like Baker at all, but I'm like, yeah. On on Christmas, he did look like a star, right? And he did look like somebody that McVeigh, if he stuck around, could kind of mold and do his thing. Maybe I don't know, but in this regard, in December, the Chargers need some kind of momentum here if they want to stay at the six. They have to win because right now they're sitting at nine and six. The seven seed is the Miami Dolphins at eight and seven. And then you got a bunch of teams at seven and eight right there as well. So Chargers got to have it. Chargers will get it. Rob. I'm taking the char- Rams and a number. Okay. So Rams and a number Rams it is. Number. Six and a half. There's our first discrepancy there. Um, I love when my mom uh, speaks to text. <laughs> she does it all the time. She's, I, I swear to Christ, she has said tuna. More to me in text than ever before. And I'm I like, just, that was like just spell it for out. It's T-U-A. <laughs> it's three fucking letters. Anyway, moving on. The Raiders. The Raiders, who have are in complete disarray right now. Derek Carr's bench. Jared Stidham starts. Uh, Jared Stidham starts. Not Jared Stidham starts, but might as well sit him too. Uh, against the, the 49ers coming in as nine and a half point favorites in Vegas, where the, where the Niners... Technically can move up to the two. They'll be rooting for the, the Packers uh, this week as well. It's a big number on the road. Stidham is probably going to get his lunch taken and eaten by the 49er defense. You would have to assume. It is a big number. 
but I'm going to lay the big number. I think the Niners are playing for very, very big things here to try to get to that two seed. I know it doesn't matter as far as the um, the buys are concerned, but that second round matchup, if you get out of the first, it is significant to host that game as the two seed. So Niners will cover this number, I think. Not that I think it should matter in this game, but is there a chance that Debo comes back here? I, I saw that there was he was questionable. So I think Debo may or may not be back. He's got some one. projections. They on should fantasy. probably just leave him out because the the Vegas Raiders suck, and there's no reason why they should risk it with the playoffs looming. And I think they're going to be able to handle this. I hate being laying all these points the way I am. Honestly, like so far, I feel like I've been riding with the favorite, but I just can't see these. The Raiders aren't playing inspired. It's not like they. Maybe if they fired their coach then everybody would be like, okay, let's show up. But they just fired their leader. And I know that Derek Carr is a dork, but the players really liked him. So at least and now some he just of the left players the team on this completely team completely liked high him. And dry. I know at least one player really liked him. Devontae Adams really likes Derek Carr. <laughs> it's getting weird. And now Devontae Adams really might not be there next year. Um, so uh, we're both laying the points big time. You rolling with Las Vegas? I'm going to sweep, yeah, with you guys. Uh, okay, so the okay, Niners yeah. uh, for us I as well. I just feel like, this, this, like the Raiders aren't going to really want to win the game. Because they want their car back, like the players, you know. All right, biggest game on my docket is the Philadelphia Eagles hosting the New Orleans Saints. Six and a half is your number. Right now, all signs point to, uh, point to Gardner Minshew going one more again. Uh, Jalen Hurts practiced yesterday. A little velocity, apparently, from Sirianni, that clown show of a coach saying that he's going to be back. Well, he's not. He's not coming back this week. Um I don't think so. It'd be silly uh, for him to come back this week, I think. One bad hit and your whole fucking seasons up in smoke um at this moment so give him another week to heal can the philadelphia eagles win a game with gardner Minshew at home with the crowd behind you i don't want it i i I need the saints to win but i think ultimately no matter who the quarterback is i think the eagles are a much better team than the saints i'm gonna i'm gonna roll with the eagles to win this game and end the nfc east and that conversation and we can start looking forward to the cowboys and the bucks in the first round yeah i would say there is a chance that Jalen Hurts plays. I don't think he's going to because I think they're going to beat up on the Saints regardless. But if he does, that number will probably go up. So if you're looking like you want to bet Philly, I would put the money down now because I think if Jalen Hurts gets ruled in, then that number goes up to about 10, 10 and a half, maybe even 11, which is, I mean, that's, that's not crazy. That should be what it is. But I'm I'm laying the six and a half. I think I've taken the favorite in every Eagles game are so home? Far. Yes. The Saints keep it close. Andy Dalton, Red Rifle, Rob? The Saints are dead. They're not. They won last week. I think if Minshew plays, I think the uh, Saints might. And how about this? Ready? The Eagles Eagles beating the Saints directly correlates to them. um, Yeah, so the Eagles can help their own cause here if they win. So it's like they're definitely going to. The Eagles win, they. Yeah, because the the Eagles hold the Saints pick. So the worse the Saints finish, the better the Eagles get in the first round next year. So they're going to want, they have incentive to win this game in so many ways. First round by division. Rob's taking the Saints. No, you changed my mind. I'll go with the the Eagles. All right. Way to convince me. I have the Saints written down. He just changed his mind. We're trying to chase him with two weeks. Dog walk the Saints, according to Sean yeah, Redden. I saw that Sean Redden comment. That's what makes it. Oh, oh, boy. All right. Here anyway, we go. Another massive game on the docket here. Tom Brady and his mummy self right now, because it just doesn't seem like he's alive, um, is taking on the Carolina Panthers. And the Panthers have been playing relatively well lately. Uh, rush attack has been good. Chuba Hubbard. Uh, Chuba Hubbard and... Um, uh, Deonta, uh, Deonta Foreman playing really good football right now. I would say that Sam Darnold is playing mistake-free football right now where he's not. it's not relied on Sam Darnold to get things done, but it's just kind of, hey, don't screw this up for us, please and thanks. Um, but when it comes to the Bucks, when it comes to the Bucks right now, from the, everything that I've seen in the last month, maybe in the entire year, 
it takes them three and a half to a full four quarters to get going. Like they they score points, but not enough. I'm taking the Panthers in the upset in Tampa Bay. Give me that number, that plus three and a half all day long. Panthers are inspired. They're playing. They're five and five on their, their interim coach. Normally, those are, are just the ship sail and you lose every game. You might win one for the Gipper at the end. But the Panthers are playing good football. Their defense is playing well. Give me Tom Brady to turn the ball over once or twice to cost them this time and 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 leave it up to a Week 18 matchup. I, I think that the Bucks are going to have to play their Week 18 game in order to win the NFC North. South. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Rob go first because I have one thing and I want to sway him. I've been on Brady this whole comeback. I'm not gonna All give right, up so for that. Fair, but Rob takes Tampa. Same here. I'm just not fading Tom Brady at home in January. I will. With the playoffs on the line. <laughs> and I'll gladly take the L there if Brady loses consolation prize. It's Tom Brady. I hate him. But, yeah, I'm not going to be that guy fading him in January at not home with the playoffs, with the on, playoffs the line. on the line. Yeah. Ready for Against this? the fucking Panthers. Ready for this? Carolina Panthers money line wins the game. Don't even need the three and a half points. I mean, I will for the show purpose, but I will say Carolina money line. They win by four or five. Best game on the docket right here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> game doesn't mean anything. The Jaguars are in Houston. The AFC South Championship game is next week. Everybody knows that. So no matter what happens here, the Texans will probably resting a lot of guys. They're kind of – I think they have the ability to lock themselves into the number one pick if with a loss this week. So I think that happens. Give me the Jags to cover the number. This one's not going to be close. They're playing – the Jaguars are playing very well. They beat the Jets. They beat the Cowboys. They're playing very well at the right time in a controlled environment in Houston. I like the I like the Jags' chances to to do some big big things uh, in this game. Want me to pick first, Chris, or you want to go? You can pick. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking I'm taking the Texans. Oh, that's what I thought. You I'm, do, Rob? I'm taking the Jags. Okay, I'm taking the Texans because the Jaguars are not playing for anything. That's now true. the Texans also aren't playing. You, anything you would like to keep the momentum, I think, to going into Week 18. Um, Much like the Titans are right. Think about this. The Titans would have won last night. They would have felt a little bit better about themselves heading into that championship game next week. But they I lost, mean, and now they're going to be feeling like shit. And Josh Dobbs and his like, mute like, parents are not going to do anything. I feel like these guys feel fine come Monday morning, and they're like, hey, I got, I'm rich. Texas are 15-1 in the last 16 against Jacksonville. Cool. And, Still want the Jacks. And they shut them out this season on the road when both teams were fully healthy. Um, the Texans are actually dealing with a little bit more bullshit than the than the Jaguars are, obviously. Uh, Stingley Jr. is, I think, out. He was IR, He's been out. Right? He's been so, out. But, look, they're playing their best football of the season right now. It's seemingly how that – that's how it went last year with this Texans team. They didn't get it going until the, the final weeks. They're coming off of a win. Could we see two straight? I doubt it, but I'm not going to – I think it's a field goal, if anything. Uh, the Jaguars aren't really playing for anything. You're going to see the Texans go for it on fourth and long. Ah, there you go. Territory, shit like that. Redden's making a very good point. A win for the Jaguars keeps them alive for the wild card. So basically, it might, like, God forbid they lose next week to the Titans. They still might be in play for the wild cards. They got to have this game. I think they take it. Give Why me did I read all week that this game meant nothing? Both sides. Told you it meant something. Try to well, tell you. No, no, no. You didn't say I it meant something. I tried to tell you. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm no, no. telling don't. you what I just read on Sean Redden. Yeah. You did not tell me that's the reason. You said <laughs> like I just said. I, I, I'm saying that because I just read it from Sean Redden. But so yeah. therefore, because they need it, they're seven and eight. So if they go eight and eight and then lose next week at eight, and nine, I don't think eight and nine gets in the playoffs though. So I, I this game doesn't. Really so matter. if they go seven and nine, eight and nine is not getting in. I don't know. No, Sean. So maybe I mean, this game don't matter actually. Maybe maybe mathematically with all the wizards back there behind all the numbers, it might matter, but. Eight and nine doesn't seem like it's going to get in. Um, win or lose this week. But then again, it can because oh, the seven is the yeah, Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let's move it on. Really important game. Yes, here. The, the one of the bigger games of the week. It's a, basically a loser we go home. Way too long about that game. Loser go home um, is the Miami Dolphins traveling to New England. Uh, we both said it this uh, this morning. What the last time we saw Miami travel up the Eastern Seaboard, up the corridor, and right up there to Buffalo, uh, they didn't play very well. So the Finns, the Fish, can't seem to play well in the cold weather. It's probably going to be. Relatively cold in New England on Sunday. Tua ruled out. He's not going to be playing. It's Teddy Bridgewater time once again. Shit. I mean, I listen, there's no team outside of like the, the teams I'm supposed to hate, like NFC East, that I hate more than the Patriots because of A, their coach, B, now actually A, their quarterback. I think Mac Jones is a dirty, dirty little brat. And I think for sure, I think for sure that somebody on that Dolphins defense will crush this kid at some point or another some kind of hit that will probably uh, a 15-yard penalty of some barriers somebody needs to humble this bitch because he keeps all these dirty plays and trying to trip people and trying to fucking take guys knees out this guy needs to get got he's like Grayson Uh, Allen yes that's a guy Scoop said that the other day he is this guy needs to get slapped right in the face so are the Dolphins the one to do it ah damn it I mean can they run the ball against New England because I just don't see them passing Teddy two gloves too, right? I know. He's definitely gonna be wearing two gloves. Two gloves. Um <laughs> and this. the Jets need this so bad. They need the Patriots to lose. Patriots are gonna win this game. I'm sorry. Pa- I'm sorry, Ma. Patriots are gonna win this game and, and the Dolphins season is gonna be up in smoke. It'll be over. Yeah, All the, that the, the big Dolphins hype in the beginning are of season. 0-8 in games under freezing in their last it just doesn't eight look right. Games. They did play better last week against or two weeks ago against Buffalo in the cold, but they haven't won a game that Tua hasn't started in a really long time. And I don't expect him to go into New England and win this one. It's just not lining up well. The Patriots are with potentially with a banged up Ramondre Stevenson against Miami's underrated run defense. I think they were pretty good stopping the run. But still, the home game, Miami traveling up north. Until I see it, I'm just going to ride that trend. The thing is, with the Dolphins, if they do lose, I want to say they're very much alive next week as an 8-8 eight and eight team, right? You get that ninth loss uh, from the teams below them, they're done. So if the Patriots lose, they're toast. But if the Dolphins lose, they're still alive. So save yourself a text. Ma, don't text me on Sunday if they lose. Are they still the alive? Like, yes, they're still alive. I'm taking the Dolphins. You two are taking the Patriots, correct? Yeah, I'm taking oh, the Patriots on this one. Sorry. Um, all right. It only matters for Washington, really. Um, they're going to try to win and keep up. If the Washington Commanders win the game, um, the Packers are all eyes on Week 18 where the Washington and Dallas play, and I don't know if Dallas is going to need it uh, based off of what happens in Philly. So, in that regard, the Cleveland Browns have been playing, like I said, just one of those weird years. I don't believe at all in Deshaun Watson. I'm not a Watson guy. I never have been. They've been eliminated from playoff contention right now. There's nothing to play for here. Um, Washington has to have it, but there is a bugaboo here, okay? The main factor of all this, and the reason why I'm taking the Cleveland Browns to win this game is because Carson Wentz is back. And Carson Wentz stinks, and I think Cleveland rolls in this game. Yeah, I'm Carson taking, Wentz I'm is garbage. I'm taking Cleveland in this game because I need them to win. Why is Carson Wentz playing? Because they benched Heineke last week. That's crazy. No shit. <laughs> That's like the dumbest, weirdest turn of events. You got to this point. You got to this point because of Taylor Heineke. You're in the playoff contention because of Taylor That's, Heineke. Yeah, that's crazy. Guy has a couple bad games, and you're like, fuck it. We're going back to Wentz with no soul. I will say this. All. Good matchup with the the uh, commander's run defense against Nick Chubb. That's probably what we have to look out for in this one. I don't think there's really much to offer out of Deshaun Watson. Maybe <laughs> seeing him turn the corner a little bit and 
you know, he hasn't played a lot uh, football in a long time, so maybe he's knocking off some of the rust. I mm. think that's why the Browns are really treating this as more than a game that doesn't mean anything. I think there's a part of Kevin Stefanski that might understand that he's coaching for his job, even though you could give the pass because Deshaun Watson missed entirely, you know, most of the season. I still think Kevin Stefanski has had plenty of opportunity in this league to with some talented uh, rosters, and he hasn't been able to figure things out as a head coach. So they might be moving on from him. So he's going to stick around and try and – well, he wants to stick around. He's going to try and coach him up and knock off the bum-ass commanders. I, I will say this as a follow-up. Like, I feel like – and this is no disrespect to any of the guys over at the Sauce because I love all them guys. No, but I feel like it's like the popular cool thing to say, like, Wentz Wagon, I'm back on the wings, Commander Carson. He sucks at football. That's I think, it, period, I think there's also part of it that knows – what it does to you. Yeah. Like that's with the Wentz wagon. Like, Bullshit. I don't know, really care. The guy stinks. Uh, I'm just trying to trying to hammer it home. I don't care about Carson Wentz, nor no, the Redskins. I, know, I, know. I don't. They I know stink. you don't care Matter. about Carson Wentz. Whatever. Uh, we all taking the Browns? I'm taking the Browns, yeah. Christian Browns? Chris Browns? Chris, Chris Brown, literally. Brown? Uh, I picked the Browns right before the fucking. I'm taking the oh, Commanders. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's going. He's going with Captain Carson. I'm Commander he gets benched by halftime, and we see Hunt. <laughs> That's not going to happen, but that, that would be hilarious. Rob uh, is like, yeah, no, I I think the Commanders are going to get killed, but they're going to bench their quarterback. Like that's, <laughs> that's how he's handicapping this game. I, I like that. Beautiful. Hedging the bet. I like that. All right, two, three more to go. Here oh, we go. Broncos, Chiefs. Look at that number. Hi-o. 12 and a half. Last week, they wouldn't do it for me. The Broncos got star, uh, sparked last week by the, by the Rams, let up 50 points. This one's in Kansas City. Kansas City's still playing for that number one seed. The Broncos team looks to be disarray. I will no longer listen to Gooch as far as the uh, the Broncos have a good unit in the defense because Baker Mayfield just diced them up. So give me the Chiefs to cover the number and keep their pace and try to get that one seed in the AFC. Here's the thing. You don't have to listen to me. You could just, I don't. You I could don't. just look at it, and I'm only saying what I'm seeing on, on the, the metrics. Like I, I didn't make that up. The Going into last week, the Broncos had the number two ranked def, total defense in football. There's, that's not a question. Um, it doesn't matter. The Chiefs are way better. They need to win this game because they're not even the one seed right now. Everybody's playing for that bye. And with the game Monday looming with Buffalo, mm -hmm. you know, this opens the door for Kansas City. But I want to say this. If if Cincinnati wins this game, are the Chiefs and the and the Bengals tied? Yes. So the Bengals are technically the two seed? <clears throat> I said they can move up to the one. Well, what's the record for the Chiefs right now? They Chiefs have to, are 12-3, uh, and, and, and so Bengals. are the Bills. And the Bengals are 11-4. Uh, and four. Yeah, so no, no, no. Yeah, they the Chiefs could win out and they win their they win the first round by if the Bengals beat the Bills this Sunday. Monday night, yeah. Or Monday night. Mm -hmm. So the the Bengals would need the Chiefs to lose as well. So the Chiefs aren't losing this game now. They're gonna win by a lot. See, I would love to believe that narrative, Sean, when he's saying, like, oh, Hackett's gone. Now here comes the back. Uh, have you seen, have you by any chance seen the uh the new interim head coach for the Broncos? Yeah. He looks like the guy from Entourage, like Bob from Entourage. <laughs> or you're just like, is that something I'd like to be interested in, a win? No, they're going to get steamrolled out of here. They're just trying to coast and get the fuck out of 2022. Trust me. Russ the, is cooked. It's over this year. Did you see the video of, it's like um, the Broncos offensive line on the bench and like Ripken goes over to say something. and the He shoves him, yeah. I think what he said was, I've, apparently from what I've read, is that Ripken was mad that none of the offensive linemen went to help up Russ, Russ after yeah. getting sacked. So, look, and much like the uh, the unnecessary um, slap of the high fives when you miss a free throw, like I always thought that was the dumbest thing in the world. 
You're a grown man. Get up. I mean, yeah, if you're no, right there, Dave, pick no, him up. No, if you're no. right there, pick him up. Bro. I play offensive line. I picked up my quarterback every time. I, it's a personality thing. Football, no, that, that, that's bullshit. I played football for 25 years. 12 men to the ball, 11 men to the ball always. If your quarterback falls down or your point guard falls down in any sport, you're over there picking them up regardless because it is a thing that you're showing other people that we're one no matter what. I agree. Um, but no, I agree. I, get, I, unless, I know I would. Unless, I unless you're like, I ain't with him. No, that's obvious. <laughs> and you that's don't obvious. give a fuck. Well, that's, that's, that's where we're at. And I think that there was a point so being made So that's why there, Rippin had a problem with it. Rippin had a problem with it, and the guy said, hey, fuck you. You want to get left on the ground too? Come <laughs> in. I'll, I'll let <laughs> no, them sack that, you too. It's obvious that they, they're just sick of sick of him. They're sick of him. Well, Judy's come out and, and defended him. You know what I mean? He said, like, that's my guy. But then again, Judy was about to get traded at the deadline. Go figure that one out. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. The Broncos are in disarray. They need out. They need out. Speaking they need to of get the out Denver of Broncos, guys, if anybody wants to get in the Super Bowl pool. Yes. Good segue to a little read here. the Denver Broncos are probably headed to the Super Bowl. No, this is the <laughs> Chiefs. No, but we got the uh, $500 a box Super Bowl pool. The prizes are enormous. We got split one within the office, I think. These are the same guys that ran the, the in-season survivor pool. And, you know, it's one of the biggest ones in the state, in the whole East Coast, maybe even in the world. So check it out. It's on the Facebook group right now. Mm. But, look, we're doing things a little different. We're not having these Venmo things. It's a lot of... Uh, a lot of so much units going on, so we're gonna we're gonna just DM each other and handle things the proper way. Like men. But if you want in, it's not filling exactly as fast as normal because it's a five hundred dollar box. But we got an early start on it. It's gonna fill as things uh, get closer to the Super Bowl. So get in on it now. While I agree. You can. It's a massive five hundred dollars a box. What are we doing here? Uh, I'm going Chiefs. Where are you at, Curious? I don't even know if you made your pick. No, oh, Chiefs. Yeah. Oh, Chiefs. You're rolling. And you going with Bronco Country last yeah, ride, dude? Are you? Do it. It's a lot of points. Do it. I can't. I know you wouldn't. Sweet. <laughs> um, you got sweet. You got like Dennis Dubois reference in the Chiefs, chat. Oh, uh, that, that they'll get rid. They'll move on from Russ next year. They they they, they financially can't. can't. They, they, uh, they, I mean they. I mean I guess they financially can't. But there are there's ways to like. No, there's not. Really, there's, there's really, really not. not. They there's, get picks. Nobody could offer them picks or but, money. But or who who would? I don't like I look. So look, I'm so look, I'm going to explain something right now. Russ right now is 45 million a year oh, I know based off of that. No team is going to do that. For the for the right now for the Broncos would have to eat a large portion, maybe half of that contract. Nobody's going to give Russ more than 25 million, and even that's a stretch. <laughs> and the Broncos <laughs> would then have to also realize with egg on their face like, "Hey, First of all, the co the coach got fired. That's Russ's second chance right there. Scapegoat yeah. coach, although he should have gotten fired. But they gave up two first and two seconds and players. They mortgaged their entire future, dude. So it's not like they could, they're not going to get first and seconds back. They would be like saying, hey, guys, we just cost ourselves $25 million a year for the next six years in cap money, and we lose a first and a second round pick for the next two years, all to have a terrible season. And we hope you guys are okay with that because we're going to move on from the quarterback. Now, conversely, you could say, well, wouldn't the fan base feel worse about just keeping a bum ass quarterback? Yes, maybe. But. They don't have to. Uh, I don't even know how to to spin that one. They need help. You know, like they can't keep the this point. The point there. that I'm making is it has nothing to do with the fan base. The NFL executives around the league aren't gonna aren't gonna bite. Uh, Cut side Russ. conversation, just so say. you know. Um, Five hundred dollars are getting a little excited for that. Uh, Sean Redden said that's an expensive box for five hundred dollars. He usually just has to take him to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then Kyle, you can find a much cheaper box than that outside the Borgata in AC. Fair, fair point, uh, Kyle. Uh, what do we got left? I think it's just right one here. more. This, oh, I'm Lions sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. This one. Uh, nobody actually. Lions have to have it. So the Bears not really playing for anything, according to Rube and other Bears fans. They're trying to lose, which again I don't agree with. Uh, but I will take the Lions to make next week interesting. I think the Lions cover the number and then they bounce back after that loss last week. They're feeling the effects. Um, if and they, they lose the now and the Packers win, what happens? It's still up to let next week yeah, because the week. Packers, Packers got to win out. So well, look if they lose and the Packers win, they'll have the same record. No, Lions will be down again. But, but what might end up happening there would be like a commander situation, a Seahawks situation. There's other re- – it's not just between Green Bay and Detroit. There's other teams involved. Well, yeah. Right? So, yeah, I mean, Carolina is 6-9, and nine, but they but win too. But when it comes like, to Green Bay and Detroit, this game means nothing for Detroit and Green Bay's stake because they already beat the Packers. If they beat them a second time and finish with the same record, they get the tiebreaker. So, yeah. But they, they need the game because of the commanders. They need the game because of the Seahawks. You know, if either of those teams win, then they get leapfrogged by them, mm. or mm. or they lose mm-hmm. their, their spot there. I'm with the C- I'm with the Lions, though. I think they have to have it um, in regards to the wild card. And you know, again, I don't just yeah, based off of how the way this team has played these, all year. These defenses in the NFC North, man, and I even include the Packers in that. They're they're all in the bottom eight, I would say, of the league, right? So. Out of these two teams, I guess in a controlled environment at home in a game that you need, I'm not going to fade the Lions in this game. I just wish it was a little bit lower. I do too, but because, I'm still going to go because I still think they're going they're susceptible. Justin Fields should be able to do some nice things against that bum ass defense of Detroit. So, ah oh man, I'm actually going to take the points. I'm just, this is the only game I think I've actually didn't lay the points in. So I'm going to just I'm going to do it. All right, Chicago? you're taking the Bears. I'm taking yeah. the Lions. Where are you I'm at? Taking the Lions. All I'm right, so two of us on the Lions. Denver. One more Sunday night football, I think. I think it's the last one. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Now, the Ravens have clinched a playoff spot. They're sitting there at the five right now at 10 and five. And the Pittsburgh Steelers don't look now. They're sitting there at the 10th spot, but things can fall their way in which if they win, they can move up significantly into the playoff push. I swear to God, I kid you not. I think the Ravens are in disarray right now. I really do. Without Lamar Jackson, the team does not look good. They won their game against Cleveland, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, and I believe last week they won again. I just, no, they lost last week, right? So, I just don't like the Ravens in this situation. I like TJ Watt to, to rain some ha- like wreak some havoc over there. I like Kenny Pickett and Pickens against a, a secondary that I just don't buy into right now. Um, I don't know. Steelers are on a nice little feel-good run right now after that win last week against the Raiders and the Franco Harris stuff. They're playing inspired football, and once again, I'll hammer it home. They do not want to finish under 500 for Mike Tomlin. Give me the, the Pittsburgh Steelers plus the two and a half. Give me that. I just think um, the Steelers' offense is really shitty, right? The Ravens' defense, they had some bad – they gave up a lot of pass yards in the first half. Really, it was a lot of pass yards in, like, one half of football against Miami, and it skewed their numbers a lot. They had a lot of injuries in their secondary. I think their defense is kind of carrying this team right now. Their defense has been playing a lot better. I don't know that Pittsburgh's going to be able to move the football much. Baltimore, it's one of those games where they're just going to be smash mouth anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Baltimore in this game. Pittsburgh, they, they got lucky last week as far as I saw it. I wouldn't say you got lucky, but you play the team that does everything in their power to lose football games. They only scored 13 points against a really, really bad Raider defense. The Ravens defense is playing with playoffs on their mind, and it's a rivalry game. Maybe, you know, you could say Kenny Pickett getting a taste of his first uh, trip into Baltimore. I don't think they're going to treat him well. 
I do not think they're going to treat them well. <laughs> Can't I think do Bal- it. I'm going to lay Can't the points in this it. one. Baltimore, they win by only field goals anyway. They have the best kicker in the game. We pulled eh, up. As of late, it's kind of – Justin Tucker is the best Got kicker Got a couple blocked here and there. Just saying. Best kicker in football. He is. <laughs> he is. He is. Absolutely is. Um, all right, so split the difference, Rob. Who are you taking? I am all over the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers it is on the road. Warren goes off in limited carries. That's what Kenny Paulman's coming and hoping that all of a sudden that going into the new year, you have yourself some playoff hope. That's cool. You know, again, it's it's fun. It's fun when your team's back in it. Like Gooch, like week six, was had the Packers had like an 8% chance to make the playoffs, maybe even less. And here they are two weeks, and they can potentially get in. So a lot of cool shit can happen right here um, uh, in wow. week 17. While we're sitting here, while yeah. we're done with the NFL. Uh-huh. We have two college playoff games. We do. We do. We have TCU and Michigan is the first one. The spread is Michigan getting seven and a half or giving seven and a half to TCU. Go blue. I'm in on Michigan. I love Harbaugh. I'm a Harbaugh guy. I don't know why. I've always liked the way his style of play when he was playing with the Colts and shit, and then he goes into coaching. I loved him in San Francisco. I love him in, in Michigan. I love the, the Michigan Wolverines to get to the, to the championship game this year. Cooch? Are you asking me? Who I think is going to win the college football? I guess oh, you guys yeah, going to win that sure. game first. Who's going to win that game? Next we have Ohio State and Georgia, and that spread is Georgia. He Georgia's dominating the college football playoff. I think. You think Georgia just steamrolls Ohio State? Yeah, and I'm not picking Michigan. No. So no. TCU and Georgia is your finals? That'd be a crazy final. I no, the crazier it. final would be Michigan and Ohio State. I, well, that, that <laughs> oh my God, no. that would be absolutely bonkers if that was the finals championship game. First of all, Georgia would all their fan base Georgia would just completely so good, jump into a and, river. Uh, UCLA, um, UCLA, what are you talking about today? Oh, yeah, UCLA's playing today. Yeah, UCLA Pitt. Are they in the the barstool uh, ball or whatever? Uh, they are. In That's the, the Arizona Tony ball, the Tiger right? Sun Bowl. <laughs> Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Uh, if people just Ohio didn't have money, Wyoming. none of this shit would exist. <laughs> what? Ohio versus Wyoming is the Barstool Bowl. Ohio. So, like, so the Red Hawks or Red? Yeah, what are they? Kyle, Kyle coming green in. Saying, oh, the green Ohio team. <laughs> UCLA minus eight and a half. Notre Dame minus three and a half. Laying the points in both. Ooh, bets all. Yeah, there you go. Kyle's giving you some freebies here, folks. UCLA. Oh, you just said it. UCLA, Notre Dame today. Gator Bowl, Sun Bowl. Um, soon, coming soon, it'll be a Chop Sports Bowl. Whether it just be. Us in the back of the building playing football. Let's just call it the Chop Sports Bowl. It'll happen eventually. Uh, but listen, on the real, you got some very interesting games happening this week, college and, of course, the NFL. But, you know, I don't speak for, for Chris, but on behalf of us both and, of course, Wrestling Rob, have a very happy, happy New Year, guys. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. All the necessary bullshit that you need to hear. But, again, from everybody watching this right now, thank you, thank you, thank you for making 2022 an even bigger success than 2021 was. And 2023, we got a lot of cool shit coming uh, between new networks, new business, new rentals, new clients, new sponsors, new everything. Everything's new in 2023, and it really obviously couldn't happen without all the support. The break buds were on last night for the first time on whatnot. How many followers you gained in that yeah, hour? Bro, we gained a hundred followers in our first One live hour. show on, on whatnot. We sold great five jerseys, jerseys pulled by the way. We went in with the intent of selling five jerseys and we sold five jerseys. We were going to stop it at after the second one because we just kind of hit a snag, but then it picked back up. A lot of organic growth. And for those of you guys that have been with us from the gate, we really appreciate it. And Ken, I know you had a little snafu with the Lou Holtz jersey, and I know you are a little upset about it. But you can just explain to the the masses because now So what ended up happening was yesterday there was a Lou Holtz jersey pulled. It was on a 1988 college football national champion. Notre Dame jersey. Really? So apparently Lou Holtz coached, coached in the NFL, and he coached for the Jets. 
right? So most of the times when there's a player, the precedent is which team did he play for the longest Obviously. or how many games played, et cetera, et cetera. In the case of the college coaches, there really is not precedent, at least none that I saw going into yesterday. I did a little bit of research, and Ken, I don't think that it's – I don't think that it was a Jets hit. It's not After a Jets doing hit. My research, it's unfortunate, but it's I not. Think, I think where we went wrong, though, and I think where we went wrong, though, was – Obviously, not being able to specify that because it was just not on our radar. It's on and the those fly. Are the like that, it's, it's, those are the things that we have to work on over at the break buds. But overall, it was a great success. And I did feel bad because part of me was like, I don't know how this is supposed to go. And Joe essentially made the executive decision on the spot because that's kind of how you have to do it. You have a jersey, yeah, you have a bunch Ken. of people. And like, do? I really felt for Ken. And then I said in my head, I said, Ken, we're going to make it up to you. We're going to pull a Steelers jersey next. And what do you fucking know? What do you know? Marquise Pouncey jersey comes out next for going That's a dope fucking jersey. That's a great jersey. So, so, so it's called a little something cool called good. Karma Pouncey, no, no, it's, it's called good. Karma. Go ahead, say it, say it. It's good. It's nothing to do with karma. Uh, no karma? Okay. What did Ken do great? He, he didn't do great, actually. All he did was complain, well, and then he got a Marquise Pouncey jersey. I'm not saying Ken did anything wrong, but in this case, that was not the definition of karma. Um... I understand there's still a little, um, maybe he's bitter Ken today. We'll say he's bitter Ken. I know, he was in the comments. I know, I know. But um, I can get a understand fucking because, now. because oh, the God. way I would look at it, it's like, okay, I have a pouncy jersey, but I should have a fucking pouncy and a Holtz jersey. You know, and that's kind of how you, you take away from that. But <laughs> it's an easy day. At least he got his. At least he got his Marquise Pouncey jersey, and I'm happy. That's about awesome. That. That's a dope jersey. You also pulled I, an, you I pull, do, pull, pull the Mike Vic. I do want Ken to know I did have tremendous guilt about that. He did. He actually came into the office saying, "I don't know what to do about this, but this is what we've done, and this is what we have to do." And I feel bad. And I was like, "Wow, Gooch feels bad. He has a heart after all." It's Guys, weird. just remember, this is just starting. It's just right. He's it's, learning. It's just about. scratching the surface of whatnot. To help. He's, you know, what I mean, give somebody something Look, to do. He's the learning. Boys so are we're great. all learning. The boys are great. Everybody they, wins in the long run. The boys dude. are great. I appreciate everybody coming in and joining the party yesterday. Furta. We had, we had like 50, maybe 40, 50 people in the group at one point in the, you know, watching the show. A lot of organic sales. We could realistically have gone on. This could be big, guys. Like, so I'm just gonna say this. If I if I was to sit here with a thousand jerseys, I truly That's believe I truly it. believe that I could sit there 24-7-365 Before uh Kyle forgets, don't forget bet Eastern Washington plus seven in the sickle cell tire center travel ball. <laughs> This fucking Johnny Bench. Bro, what is sickle, First of all, that was not sickle cell. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I'm just trying to uh, So the also they pulled the Michael Vick. They pulled the Rich Gannon Raiders jersey. Uh, what else? There was another one. I'm missing one. Dude, the Lou Holtz shit is cool. The Lou Holtz I've jersey is great. Lou Holtz jersey. Oh, you son of a bitch. You guys got to take. You guys got to get ready to play the football. No, yeah. Welcome. Yo, he signed, signed, he signed it in 2021, good. so... Yeah, because he just finished fucking writing it. Right. <laughs> you said that about the... I got the... I got a Cowboys Bob Lilly football, and I said to Chris today, I was like, have you ever seen such a nice, like, written-out autograph than Bob Lilly? Like, you can't not fuck this up. Like, it looks like it says Bob Lilly in perfect cursive, like in yeah. Billy Madison. But, like, all these guys are just like, what, what, what? Right? And you don't even know who the fuck they are. Bob Lilly's autograph might take him 15 years to do an autograph he session. He was thinking about his grandkids when he wrote it out. He was like, I want my grand... I, they want him to know who grandpa was. <laughs> Bob Lilly, Mr. Cowboy, guys, my dad's favorite player. you don't know, player. Dave also wins a lot in break butts, too. A what fucking, are you saying? A, a football... 
I have a lot of shit. I got two, like three jerseys. I think James Warren. I got I got a Drew Pearson Cowboys jersey. I got a Bob Lilly football. I got a Frank Gore mini helmet. I got an Emmett Smith mini helmet. Bears jersey that we the Bears jersey that I shipped off to Silva. What was it? Mongo McMichael? No, it was fucking. I think you got. I got. Well, hat was nothing. I mean, I gave I gave it to my brother for Christmas, and I was like, winning. I love seeing Bailey win. Bailey won the other night with a Jordan Lewis jersey, old number, IR. Jordan Lewis, whatever. I gave that shit to you, so whatever. Um, in any event, happy new year, everybody. Enjoy it. Bet responsibly. Have a good time. We'll see you guys next year. <laughs> he did it. He did it again. It's it twice in one day. Times, twice in one day. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.